Did you know that wind power and ocean waves can be studied from space to provide more sustainable energy? In this episode of Space for Our Planet, our guest, Teresa Simos, tells us more. My name is Teresa Simões. I have a background in meteorology and oceanography and a PhD in energy and sustainable development. I have developed my work in the wind energy area since 1998 and it focuses mainly in wind resource assessment and planning methodologies. I have been working at LNEG ever since. Um, LNEG is a national laboratory that is dedicated to uh, research, uh, public policies and training. Um, and since 2017, I'm responsible for the wind energy area. My mission is to study and develop projects in the renewable energies area, mainly focused on wind energy, support to public policies, and also um, I have a contribution on the training of technicians, young researchers and students in the renewable energies area. The main challenges in the deployment of offshore wind farms are the lack of suitable and quality data to estimate the offshore wind resource, the investment costs related uh, with the equipment itself, uh, installation procedure and operation and maintenance, and also the sea conditions. Going a little bit more in detail on the resource assessment, we can talk about wind data. The measurements campaign uh, at sea are still very expensive, especially when we need to characterize the wind for deep offshore applications. The role of satellite data in our research at LNEG is mainly as input data for modeling and validation, according, of course, to the specificities of the project that we are developing. Satellite data can become a valuable source of information, very useful for different research applications, such as climate changes monitoring and renewable energies research. In our case, is the, the one that is mostly used is the last one, wind and wave energies research. The main advantage from using this data source is to provide high resolution data for extended areas uh, when you don't have network observational data available for the region that you are studying, for example, buoys, metmas, or other measurement equipment. And as I mentioned before, experimental campaigns are very expensive, so you need to find uh, other alternatives when you don't have data. Nowadays, the Copernicus Sentinel-1, Level 2, and Sentinel-3 can monitor the sea state with good spatial and temporal resolution and provide the ocean wave spectra and ocean surface winds. And this is the main core information that can be used as input data, boundary conditions or validation of model results in what concerns, for example, the wave or offshore wind resource assessments. The Offshore Wind Atlas provides the most accurate information about the wind energy potential for the region that you are studying. It enables you to map the wind parameters, such as wind speed, variable parameters and other meteorological variables at several heights at specific domains and areas. 
The Wind Atlas will also reflect the long-term behavior of the wind resource that is crucial for onshore and offshore wind farm deployments. Satellite data can also be used to assess wave energy. Since the early 90s, satellites have been equipped with specifically designed altimetry sensors that can deliver measurements of sea state, such as the significant wave height or wave periods that are the core information to assess the wave energy. Data from satellites may be used not only to assess the wave power available at a certain location, but also to provide valuable information regarding sea state characteristics that are important for the development of wave energy converters as well as to tune those devices to the available sea state conditions. Nowadays, the Sentinel-3 can provide accurate estimates of the sea state and therefore useful to assess the wave energy at a higher spatial resolution, especially in near coastal areas. As a message for the younger generation and uh, to send to space for our planet visitors, I would like to say that space has numerous exploitation options that go far beyond astronomy and search for extraterrestrial life. It is very important for science and for the improvement of the environment and quality of life. So it can bring the opportunity to develop your skills, your ideas, products, uh, provide services for undertaken activities on Earth in so many areas such as atmosphere, marine environment, land, climate, energy and security. So the potential is huge. Allow yourselves to be inspired by space and let your inspiration lead you to use the space as a tool to make Earth a better place to live, namely with a higher quality environment. Space for Our Planet is a podcast produced by Timcat, with support from the United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs. We're also supported by the European Commission, DG DEFIS, the European Space Agency, the French Space Agency, CNES, NERUS, the network of European regions using space technologies, and the Canadian NGO, GIVE.